Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to. Real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports. Uh, a ton of great, crazy headlines. We tend to go through these waves where we get stories of people just sticking things where they don't belong. Okay? We got a couple of those, so brace for impact on that. It's going to disturb you. Okay, and it's going to also, uh, you know, spark some curiosity. <laughs> Wait, does that mean this show? This show needs a disclaimer. The The following program is not intended for morons. <laughs> well, I guess I'm out. <laughs> anyway, before we get into all that, we're changing the game. Who's we? Superbook Sports Colorado. You could win some money this season with Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. Football's done. Now you can just focus on basketball and hockey and baseball's right around the corner. And right now, when you use the promo code MILEHIGH, you're going to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250 as long as you use that promo code MILEHIGH. So go ahead and download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> okay. I don't know why people do these things. And how you discover you have this talent, I don't know. I don't know. A Danish man decided he was going to break a world record for sticking 68 matches up his nose. <laughs> Peter von Tagenbruskov. Nailed it. Nailed it, folks. Crush that name. Maybe. Nobody's here to dispute me. Uh, he surpassed the Guinness World Records goal of 45 matchsticks. He crushed that record. This is what he said after he got the world record. Surprisingly, it didn't hurt. I have fairly large nostrils and quite stretchy skin. I'm sure that helped a lot. <laughs> you know this guy's a chronic nose picker. You know he is. Probably loves cold and flu season. Like, I can't wait to get a runny nose so I get all those hard boogers when I wake up. It's disgusting. He is. He is. Anybody that knows him is probably like, yeah, not surprised. He was that kid in school that was always picking his nose in the back. And then you never wanted to sit in that. You know, Like, if the teacher's, like, rearranging desks, you're like, I don't want to sit at, you know, Peter von Tagen Bruskov's desk. I don't want to do it. Why? Because there's boogers everywhere. <laughs> Take a... Like a scraper underneath it. It's worse than gum. Anyway, lovely visual. You're welcome. He said he doesn't think he can currently beat his record of 68 matchsticks, but hasn't ruled out anything for the future. This is what he, he added on and said, For me, an increase in capacity would require some training, and perhaps my nose will grow as I get older, he said. <laughs> training by licking grocery carts handles and bathroom stall latches that's how your training starts bro you gotta get sick 
so you can start stretching out that skin. I will say, old people do have bigger noses, okay? Everything starts to stretch out and sag. Talking about your nuts and boobs, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> okay? Uh, and, and your noses get bigger. So I guess I could see that. I just it, That's just another weird thing, though. Like, how do you decide that that's, that's going to be your thing? You're just, you're just, you know, browsing through the Guinness World Records and be like, oh, matchsticks, 45. I could, I'm pretty sure I could do 68. <laughs> and you just fire up the old, you know, booger machine, start picking your nose and be like, yeah, I could do that. I could totally do that. Imagine, like, okay, this is, this is the way I'm looking at this. The American version of this guy. You know he'd be bragging every every day about how many matchsticks he can stick up there and other random objects. I can stick two hot dogs up one nostril. You're like, good for you, dickhead. Nobody cared. That that is that gonna make your day better? Sure, go ahead. Stick up however many hot dogs you can up your nose, dummy. And then like he just can't shut up about it. And then finally you hit your breaking point, and then you have to say, "Shut the fuck up, Kyle." <laughs> I haven't got a chance to play that that soundbite from Aquafina in so long, but God damn it, it feels good. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> hey, maybe you got big nostrils. Maybe you want to give this guy a run for his money. Let me know. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna help you train. Actually, I could. I'll be like, here, take this. This is a bratwurst. Stick a bratwurst up your nose. Imagine walking in on that guy training, like sticking random things up his nose. Is that a dildo, sir? Oh, what? No, no. No, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, not to be outdone with sticking things where they don't belong. A 73-year-old Australian man was shocked that he needed urgent urethra surgery after jamming three button-style batteries into his penis. Guys, I know, you just cringed. You had a little bit of shock of chills go up your body. You're like, why? Why would anybody do that? I don't know. Don't know. Now, according to the doctors, to the best of their understanding, this is the first reported case of urethral nar narcosis with button battery insertion. So what happened was he stuck them up there and they started to uh, break down, the batteries did, and caused a lot of damage inside his urethra. And it was like emergency surgery. This guy had to have, I believe it was three surgeries to fix his junk because he's like, farting around one day and be like, oh, look at those batteries. Huh, where should I put them? In the, in the junk drawer or my penis? Uh, I'll stick them up my dick. <laughs> like, who does that? Who does that? Be like, uh, maybe just stick them in the junk drawer next time, dude. <laughs> his, his junk was severely damaged. Now, the good thing is he's 73 years old. He's, he's probably going to kick the bucket sooner or later. But now he has this on his, you know, you know, his family members know, you know, crazy old Grandpa Joe. Be careful. Don't leave small objects around him. Why? Because he'll stick them up his penis. 
sorry. Uh, what's funny, it, it, I, I know that it's, it's sad, but it's also like, dude, you did that shit to yourself. I have no sympathy if you're the one that hurts yourself doing something that is obviously a bad idea. Now, I, I posted a, uh, uh, a picture and comments about this on X, and John on X responded with, I was listening to Dak Shepard's podcast, and he had a nurse on who said someone stuck a pen up there. Apparently, it's a very common thing. That's, that's horrible, John. That's horrible that you're not only listening to me. If you're listening to other podcasts, what the fuck, John? No, I'm just kidding. Dak, Dak has an amazing podcast. Um, but it's disgusting that people shove stuff up there. And I and I I feel like I'm the oddball. Uh, am I the oddball? Like I have no desire to just be like, oh, look, uh, there's a pen, there's a pencil, there's, you know, a Lego. Uh, maybe I should stick it up my pee hole. I don't know. I, I just don't understand it, guys. I don't understand it. <laughs> then this popped in my head. Hey, I tell you what, you can take a good look at a butcher's ass by sticking your head up there, but wouldn't you rather take his word for it? I'll take the butcher's word for it, okay? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take these guys' word for it when it comes to sticking stuff up there. Hey, maybe you enjoy it. Maybe you do. But as somebody that's had a catheter, uh, not a big fan. Not a big fan, especially because I was uh, I I was on some medicine in it, and they didn't realize it at the time, but it was causing my my urethra to swell up, and they were trying to jam the the catheter up my my junk, and they're like, "Why would it go in?" I swear to God, I swear to freaking God, blood, everything. <laughs> I was so mad, so mad. Ah, oh, doctors, <laughs> doctors. The stuff you see and the weird shit you do. This is kind of troubling. And if you're Gen Z, I would love to hear from you on this. Because a, a lot of times, people in the media, they'll, they'll take one or two people out there that make a lot of noise and say that they're speaking for all of Gen Z or something like this. So I'm, I have a feeling this is, the, this is the case. This is the media blowing something out of proportion, and just labeling it as all of Gen Z. Apparently, there's a couple influencers that are like, oh, I'm trying to make landlines make a comeback. And because they think that they're neat because you got a card, and when you talk to somebody, you can twirl a card. It's like, why? Listen, as somebody that lived through it, I mean, I guess that it's kind of nice. It limits where you walk. I mean, I have no ill feelings towards a landline. It's a solid line when you're talking to somebody else that's on a landline. I like it. And usually now, the only people I talk to that are on landlines are businesses. Because most residential homes don't have those. In fact, by the end of 2022... 72.6% of adults and 81.9% of children lived in households without a landline. We don't have a landline. We we just, I don't even, 
we have a fake one, like a really old school one in our basement. But other than that, we just don't have anything. Uh, according to the National Health Interview Survey, compare that to 2006 when just 15.8% of American households did not have a landline telephone. Do you have a landline in your house? I, th- I think that's interesting because I don't, I guess I, my neighbors do. I know they, because every now and then in the summertime, I can hear it ring. And I'm always like, turn off your goddamn ringer, Beth, Jeff. Come on. An old damn neighborhood don't need to hear you got a phone call coming in. I don't say that. <laughs> I don't say that. I say it under my breath <laughs> and behind their back. I'm kidding. But it's it's a very rare thing. I remember when we, the last time we had one, it was just the only thing, because we had cell phones at the time too, it was like the only time that the, the landline rang was for solicitors. And it's like, fuck, what's the point? What's the point of having a landline? So I think that's crazy. In fact, earlier this month, AT&T asked the California Public Utilities Commission to permanently get rid of landlines in the state of California, calling them a historical curiosity that's no longer necessary. How wild. But it's true. But... I don't agree with that for for businesses. Households, sure. Businesses, I I, I think I don't know. I I don't agree with that. But maybe maybe I'm just not looking at it the right way. But uh, I guess you could still do it with a business. But I I I don't know. There's just something about in a when you're at a business, if you have a landline, it's just a lot more secure, and you don't have to worry about shitty signal areas you know you know how it is you ask anybody who's your who's your carrier oh mine's t-mobile mine's verizon mine's at&t everybody will be like it's good except for in this area oh mine's good in that area but it's not good in this area type of thing the coverage is always shitty in some spot and it would suck if you're relying on cell phone coverage at your business and then you know for whatever reason in that area, whoever your current carrier is, uh, has shit coverage. So then you got to get a different carrier for your business. I don't know. It seems like a lot, a big fucking mess, big freaking mess. But like going back to the, the alleged Gen Z people that are like, Oh, I want to, it's probably like five people, but it, those people that are like, Oh, I want one. Cause I think it's neat. You know what? All I can think of is this. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Because I wouldn't want to be around you because you're an asshole. (laughs) Okay? Uh, Dark Helmet said it best. He did. He did. I knew it. I'm surrounded (laughs) by assholes. Hey, we got more coming your way. But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster, legit barbecue. And they're off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just next to, right next to Snoo, excuse me, on the south side of 144th. Follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westy. As I look at it today, their special burnt end, pastrami burnt ends, and they will make your your brain melt with deliciousness. But it's not just those four uh, amazing entrees that they have. They got ribs, they got brisket, they got turkey, they got burgers. 
they got so many other great things that I can't even remember because it's just so good. Just traditional yet mind-blowing barbecue. It's so good. And they also do specialty sides because you can't have a good barbecue place without amazing sides. And they knock it out of the park every single day with their specialty sides. Brisket chili, Brussels and sweet chili, hash brown casserole, red hot cinnamon applesauce, smash loaded potatoes, brisket, mac and cheese, tater tots. Jackson, you like the French fries, don't you? Yes. All right. And then you got super slaw, broccoli ranch salad, cucumbers, and you can't forget about the fried pickles. Fried pickles are amazing, folks. They will change your life. They also have amazing sauces that you can add if you want to to your entrees or sides. St. Louis sweet, Texas hot, coffee, Carolina mustard, and white barbecue. Sugar Fire in Westminster, by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly, perfect for date night, and they even do catering. So if you want to knock it out of the park with a business meeting and you're like, we need a good catering for, for this meeting, boom, contact Sugar Fire in Westminster. Maybe you want to do something for somebody's birthday. There you go. Maybe there's a wedding. There you go. Sugar Fire in Westminster is going to bring the heat in such a good way. Check out Sugar Fire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. Follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westie. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. My son's in the background. He's supposed to be cleaning up his giant uh, pile of Legos because we have somebody coming over to the house in like 30 minutes bro but he's like i'm just i am cleaning i swear to god dad get off my back dad i'm cleaning them up no you're not no you're not you're farting around pretending to to clean but you're actually just you know doing dumb stuff (laughs) we did actually real quick before we get into the other stories there's a, a lego place by where we live and he and i went in there and they sell the little mini figs, like the mini figurines of Legos. And depending on which one you have and the condition of it, you can sell those for a good chunk of change. There, there was one that was in there that was like almost 100 bucks. He doesn't have that one. But there were some that my son has that, you know, I would assume that if he went in there, they they turn around and sell it for like let's say 70 bucks he could probably get 30 bucks out of it or something however they want to you know make their money on it but it's 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 kind of interesting I had no idea lego stores are fascinating one of these days i just want to just go old school and build just random something random but i want to make it big like a big old monster truck or something i i used to love doing that Kids these days only have, you know, they follow the instructions. They're like Emmett from the Lego story or whatever, right? The Lego movie. They can't do anything without instructions. Be like, I have no creativity. <laughs> Back in my day, we used to build, uh, you know, flying saucers with Legos. <laughs> a woman ordered a, this is so stupid, a 270 $275 Dolce Cabana Blue Mediterranean Ashtray from Saks. <laughs> First of all, who buys ashtrays anymore? 
I guess I guess smoking is kind of making a comeback. I I know some of you probably smoke, but it, it was kind of dying off. And then dickhead McGee's are like, hey, let's make vapes. And then they kind of, you know, brought back the idea, the oral fixation part of it. And then, then they're like, then the science comes out and they're like, vapes are like even worse than smoking. And then people would now have this oral fixation. So they're like, I'll just go to cigarettes. And then now they're just damaging their lungs. It's, it's, it's a vicious circle that was created and it, it's ridiculous. But anyway, whether you smoke or not, would you spend $275 on a stupid ashtray? My God, who, who has that kind of money and is just like, you know what I need to do? I need to go, uh, I need to just go shit away money. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> exactly. You're rich, bitch. I have an idea. Let's go shit away money. It's great. Who needs it? Apparently, she was on the, the website. She bought something crazy, and she's all, it's really pretty, and she's like, quit judging me. But here's the reason for the story. So when she got the package in the mail that was supposed to have her $275 ashtray, it was actually a can of albacore tuna. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get for spending your money on dumb shit. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That could be a song. <laughs> Side note. I I piss off my kids all the time when I do this. I can make just about anything into a little jingle. Not a full-fledged song. But like, like you know, Jackson, is that right? Yes. Is It yes. annoys you? It annoys you? Yes, it annoys me, Dad, because you suck at singing. See, I could do it. It's a gift, guys. It's a gift I have that I'm sharing with the world and my children. Is it though? Is it though? Anyway, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> You're welcome. I blessed you with my, my beautiful vocals. Uh, a man. Oh, this is. It's sad because the guy died. But a man was mauled to death by a lion after he climbed into the enclosure to take a selfie with it. It was a 25-foot high fence that he climbed over and fell into the, the, the place. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I have no sympathy for that. It it is sad that he died. But I mean, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. It's pretty fucking simple there. I just it it bugs the crap out of me. And as of right now, nothing's being done to the animal because it, the the animal's the victim here in my mind because it was just doing its normal everyday boring ass shit in his lion enclosure and some dickhead decides like I want to take a selfie so I can get like 50 likes on uh, on Instagram then he get his then he got his ass ate <laughs> it just it you know what it pisses me off that's right Mark Mosier it pisses me off it does Oh, my God. 
I mean, seriously. I I see people leaning over the last time, the last few times I go to the zoo. You see people leaning over or trying to get up on top so they can get a picture. A picture that nobody fucking cares about other than you. You're going to post it somewhere, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or wherever, right? Guess what? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And if you are the dummy that somehow gets in there and takes a selfie with a wild animal, then you get mauled, whether to death or, or just severely injured. Nobody has sympathy for you. Nobody. We just think you're a moron. So you're going to die a moron. Is that how you want shit to go? Is it? How'd he die? Well, he got mauled by a lion. Oh, my God. What? How did that happen? Did the lion escape from a zoo? Was he somewhere else? Blah, blah, you know, in Africa or wherever? No, 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 no. He climbed into the zoo enclosure and uh, tried to take a selfie. Well, it's on him, man. It's on him. It's his own damn fault. Imagine if you, like, tried to do that, and it was, like, it was, like, in the the penguin thing, and then somehow, like, scientists are, like, we didn't know penguins could kill people, but apparently they did. They all just, like, pecked his fucking, his eyes out, and they start flapping him to death. <laughs> Is that what, that's not what uh, penguins sound like, do they? I don't know what the fuck they sound like. All I know is they're cold-blooded killers. <laughs> that would be my luck. I accidentally stumble into a penguin exhibit, and they're like, no, they're, you'll be fine. Just stay calm, and we'll get you out of there. No no worries. It's not like it's a polar bear. Then all of a sudden, they start slapping the shit out of me. Next thing I know, I'm battered and bruised, and they're just dragging my corpse out of the water. <laughs> Fucking apparently, penguins are evil. <laughs> No wonder polar bears eat them, okay? Polar bears, they're keeping the streets safe <laughs> up in the Arctic. Uh, that was dumb. <laughs> oh, goodness. Guys, guess what? My son still hasn't cleaned up a goddamn Lego. Start cleaning up. You got like 20 minutes till somebody comes over. Jeez. I know what's going to happen is I'm going to have to go over there. And I'm going to start scooping him into the, the buckets. And then he's going to be like, no, 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 no. Not that one. No. I was doing something with that one, Dad. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to build something. I'm going to build. Oh. Hey, Jackson, earmuffs. Real quick. I'm going to build something and shove it up my penis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or am I? We'll see you on the next episode of Tough Uncensored. Don't, again, as I said at the beginning of this show, uh, 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 word of caution. Don't be sticking stuff up up your pee hole, people. Jeez, can't believe I have to say that. People stick stuff up there, whether it's your, your butt or your pee hole or your vagina. Don't do that. Don't stick stuff in your ears. And uh, I'm going to say it, other than your fingers, don't stick stuff up your nose. Seriously, I know this guy is getting articles written about him, and now he has a world record for sticking matchsticks up there. Don't be that guy. Nobody likes that guy. Nobody does. I mean, come on. You just ruined all those matches. 
Could you imagine you're like, ah, where are all my matches? I need to light a fire. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, they're all covered in, in snot. Well, now they don't work, Todd. Fuck. Look, just dead. <laughs> dead. Because it's just gooped with, with boogers. Freaking jerk. <laughs> anyway, so how's your day going? Good, good. Oh, I'm going to save this from the damn grill. He sent me a message. I'm going to use that for the next show, bud. Okay? I got, I got you on that one. It's funny, though. <laughs> it's funny. Okay? Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Really appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys have a great day. Avoid sticking things up yeah, your junk and all that good stuff. I, I, I've said that too much. I've said it too much. I, I feel like ah, it's just driving me nuts. And you're listening to me say it again, and you're like, it pisses me off. Right? Yes, exactly. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.